I'm going to try to figure out a way to explain this as clearly as I possibly can to where it's understood what I'm saying because there's a big war going on and it's a morality war and it's been going on for a long time and um, it, to me it's totally fucking insane because people talk that talk but then when you walk that walk all of a sudden the critics come out I put a picture a meme up on my Facebook page with a picture of Tupac that says never be afraid to treat people the way they treat you. And under that meme on my comments, I put how many people actually believe this? And somebody responded back and said, I do. I don't hesitate to treat people the way that they treat me at all. It's called accountability. And I be darned if it is not something that I have been saying for so long. But my question is this before I even get into that. How is it <coughs> that people talk the talk and can agree with the meme that they say, or even if they, even if it's not a meme, they can agree with the words being said. However, when you put those words into action and you actually do it, now all of a sudden you become the bad guy. You become the problem. I also have another um, saying. I won't even call it a meme because I think it's a good saying and it's very, very applicable. But it says manipulation is when they blame you for your reaction to their toxic behavior, but never discuss the disrespect that triggers you. That is a huge, huge issue. That is a very true and huge issue. Why? Because it's happening. Everybody always claps and says, yeah, yeah, rah, 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 when it comes to standing up for yourself and not taking nobody's shit and not standing for being disrespected. But the minute that you actually apply those actions to those words, now all of a sudden you become the problem. Now, all of a sudden, it doesn't matter what was done to you because you should just let it go. How can you agree with something until it happens? I'm telling you, that's what I'm saying. People's words and they walks are two different things. The same type of people who would agree with not dealing with the disrespect and standing up for yourself are the same people who will criticize and ridicule you and look at you funny and talk about you. When you actually implement those words into actions. Why is that? It's almost like people are expecting you to get some type of approval for what you can stand up for. Because it's funny because when a lot of people hear about shit, they're like, oh yeah, I wouldn't go for that either. But what about the stuff that you wouldn't that you might go for that somebody else doesn't go for? That's where the criticism comes in at. That's where all the the, the judgment comes in at. First of all, you don't need anybody's approval to stand up for yourself. If you feel like you've been disrespected, you don't need anybody's approval 
on whether or not you feel if you should stand up for yourself, if you should speak up for yourself. Because I can tell you this, nobody's going to do it for you. And it's crazy. It's this is this is this is but this is this is reality. But what happens when someone disrespects you? What happens when someone disrespects you? Well, let me ask this question. If someone disrespects you, is anybody else affected by it? Chances are, the answer is no. If someone does something to you that you feel is disrespectful, nobody's going to give a damn about it. Except for you. And this is where it gets tricky because once you have realized that this person has disrespected you in some way, then it's you and only you that can do something about it or at least address it. It's you and only you that can actually have the desire, want, need to address it. And this is, again, where it gets tricky because if nobody else is affected by what you feel disrespected by, that's where they come in with the criticism. And, oh, you need to let it go. It's not that serious. Leave it alone. Don't trip. But who has the right to tell you not to trip off of something that you're tripping off of? A lot of people do. And then they don't just tell you what you should trip off of. They treat you a certain way. They look at you like you're funny. They disregard you. They sometimes even laugh at you. They take you lightly. Because you're making a big deal off of nothing. But what is nothing? Nothing is nothing to the person that it's nothing to. But if it's if that nothing is something to you, then it's not just nothing. It's a trip how people talk that stuff today. And they say what they say. About standing up for yourself until it comes down time, down time comes down to the time where you actually have to take a stand for yourself. Now, all of a sudden, you standing up against the person that disrespected you and the people who think you should shut up about it. How is that right? How is that okay? And if you know, like I know. Because everybody doesn't have this problem. And that's the thing. Everybody doesn't have this problem. So people who don't have this problem have a disconnection of association is what I call it. Pretty much, pretty much translate to not my problem. But they have a disconnection of association to what it is that you're going through. People who don't have situations where people are... Trying them, disrespecting them, or just straight out trying to play them. When you don't have these kind of problems, you don't understand how it feels to the person who does. But at the same time, these same people who don't have that problem, they also judge the people who do. They look at you like, oh, you're just here she goes again. Don't get her started. Don't get them started. You know how that person is. Oh, here they go off of this bullshit. It's so degrading. And you're making this judgment based off of what? Because you don't have the problems that somebody else has. It's like, 
how do you expect somebody to look at things from your perspective when your perspective is not their situation? It's easy for you to say, think about this. How easy is it for people to tell people to let something go when it's not your problem to let go of in the first place? Then they want to get all, you know, um, you know, then they want to get slick with you and say, well, I'm just trying to help you out. You're not helping me out. Because the truth of the matter is, if you were in my shoes, you may not appreciate what I just what just happened to me, but you're not in my shoes. You're not in my shoes. So you can't possibly understand what it is that I'm feeling. But maybe you feel like you can relate to it. But how easy is it for people to tell people, because it's happened to me several times, more than several times, actually. It's happened to me before where people have, things have happened to me. And people look at it like, well, it's not that serious. Well, maybe it's not that serious to you. Because it's not your problem. It didn't happen to you. It's not something that you have to deal with. It's not something that you got to tolerate. You don't, nobody's doing to you what they're doing to me. So, of course, it's easy for them, for you to tell me what to let go of and what not, what's worth, not worth tripping off of. Of course, it's easy. But you are not in my shoes. But the same people who don't have this problem are the same people who look down on you, the same people who criticize you for doing what you do, what you doing, what you feel you need to do for yourself. And they don't think about how it feels to be in your shoes because the way that they look at it, honestly, is some of us out here go through more stuff than we care to have to go through. And it's not because you causing it. It's not because you're asking for it. It's not because you wanted it to happen. Some of us out here are targets. Some of us out here can be doing our own thing. And somebody looks at you and says, hey, you know what? I bet you I could play that person. I bet you I could hurt that person. I bet you I could do this to that person. I could talk to this person how I want to. All this stuff goes through people's minds. And some people actually take action on it. The crazy part is when people do these types of things, everybody outside of you see it as the first time. It don't matter if it's really the first time or not. It could be the 10th time, the 50th time. And yes, that does happen. But everybody outside of you is going to look at you like whatever just happened that you're upset about is the first time every time. Therefore, that's going to make you look a little petty. It's going to make you look like you're overdramatic. It's going to make you look like you're making a big deal off of nothing when it's really not. Because what you're dealing with, nobody else is dealing with except for you. Therefore, everybody's going to look at your situation no matter how many times it's happened or how deep or how much or how often it happened. They're going to look at it like this is the first time it happened. Which, trust me, it doesn't help your situation at all. Because now you find yourself in a battle with the person who has disrespected you, the person who's trying to play you, and the people who are criticizing you for the way that you're approaching it. Nobody understands how it feels to be at the end of your rope and still continue to get pushed. Oh, but people act like they understand. Oh, they do all the time. They act like they get it. They act like you're not the only person that's been through this. I'm the only person going through whatever I'm going through right now. And I'm not trying to make comparisons about who's going through what and who's been through what. I'm dealing with this situation the best way I can. 
But people act like, oh, it's just, you know, it's not up to you. You're not dealing with the way that we think. How do you decide that you can decide that how somebody else deals with their situation according to how you feel about it? If somebody slaps you, who's going to be mad about it? Who's going to be madder about it than you? Nobody. So when somebody gets assaulted, whether it's physically, emotionally, verbally, whatever, when someone gets assaulted, how does anybody else aside beside that person figure that they have the right to have a say about how that person who was assaulted deals with it? You don't. But it's not always what they say. It's not always about what somebody says. Some people treat you a certain way. Some people make you feel like whatever you're going through, you're just making a big deal off of fucking nothing. You know, they dismiss you. They disregard you. That make you feel like, you know, it's just just no big deal. Like, you know, whatever you're tripping off of, it, just let it go. But how can you tell somebody that off of a situation that's not your situation? But that's what people do. But then at the same time, you have people who, you know, the same people a lot of times. But like, yeah, well, nobody should deal with disrespect. Nobody should have to deal. But they're not really, but not realizing that some people deal with a lot of disrespect more often than they care to. More often than they have to. More often than they should have to deal with it. But nobody cares about that when it's not your problem. When you have a disconnected association, which pretty much means your problem, not mine. Oh, it's easy. Sometimes people don't realize how hard it is, how hard they make it for people who are going through stuff. Because you start taking on all kind of battles. You addressing the the person that disrespected you, and I when I say disrespect, I don't mean and you know every type of situation isn't worth one worth you know fighting. But when you you know how people say pick your battles, choose your battles wisely. Well, when you choose your battles wisely, and you still get looked at like you shouldn't have chose that battle, and now all of a sudden you're not you're you're battling the person who started the battle, and your critics. Oh man, I'm telling you, it's crushing. It crushes your ass. I'm going to tell you, it doesn't make you feel better. It don't make you feel like, oh, yeah, well, it's okay. And, you know, it doesn't give you that feeling at all. You be ready to say, screw everybody. But again, this is something that not everybody has a problem with. So people who hear this podcast, if you don't have that type of problem, you would not be able to understand it. But everybody says, oh, we understand being disrespectful. But you may not understand disrespect on a certain level. You may not understand frequent disrespect. You may not understand being disrespected one thing after another on a continuous basis and just being expected to just let it go like it's no big deal. Of course everybody understands disrespect. Of course they do. Nobody wants to be disrespected, but nobody ever thinks about the person or persons who is disrespected on a continuous basis basis more than they should have to anybody should have to deal with and again to make it feel to be made to feel like no matter how often it happens 
every time is the first time, which makes you look like you're just making a big deal off of nothing. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. It makes you feel like you don't even freaking matter. It makes you feel like you don't even friggin' matter. Everybody else will stand up for themselves, but the minute you do, now all of a sudden you're the problem. And that's the thing. Where does that come from? Where how does that make how does that even come into play to make sense? I'm gonna read this statement over again. Manipulation is when they blame you for your reaction. To their toxic behavior, but never discuss the disrespect that triggered you. That's an important statement because how much is type? How much of that type of stuff is happening every single day? There are some people that mess with you just because they know they can get away with it, because they know what the outcome is going to be. They know that hell, I can do whatever I want to do to you, and they're not going to look at me as the problem. They're going to look at you as the problem for your reaction. That's manipulation at its best. How many people have to deal with that type of stuff? Not enough for people to understand what the hell that means. Because you actually have to be in that situation to understand it. Because And then, and then they start comparing it to lower level things. Well, you're not the only person that's been disrespected. Maybe not. Never said I was. But maybe I'm the only person that gets disrespected on this level at this much. And this often. Some people look at people as toys. Some people have leverage over people that they use. And it's nothing worse than having a person with leverage over you and you being looked at like, well, just don't deal with it. Like you have a choice. Or like you just choose to deal with this BS. Sometimes people are in situations where you are actually literally stuck. But people who are not stuck in situations would never believe that those type of situations exist. Because everything is just, there's an option for everything. Sometimes there's not. And then they want to talk about how your mindset is. And how your mindset's not. And all this stuff that you think that you could, that, that they believe that you can do based off of what they know. Based off of their situations. Which has nothing to do with what's really going on with your situation. It's awful. That's manipulation at its grimiest. Which is why I have the spiritual issues that I have. Because I'm like, God, whether or not anybody else sees it, you see what's going on. You see what's happening. And you just letting this stuff, you just let it happen. Why aren't you doing something about it? You see, I'm stuck. I can't do anything to get out of this situation. And yes, those situations do exist. See, when you have a situation that may be bad and you have an out for it, you don't understand the person who may not be as lucky or as flexible as you. Because every situation is in a situation where you can just say, hey, I'm going to just choose not to deal with it. Some situations involve your kids. Some situations involve, the, not, not your kids, but it involves connections with your kids. Connections with your family. Those are things you can't just walk the fuck away from and say, oh, I'm just going to choose not to deal with it. 
But when you don't have that problem, you have no idea how it feels to be in those shoes. So you really shouldn't judge. But people do. And they judge based off of what? How I see it. But how you see it and what's really going on are night and day. And a lot of times it leaves people feeling really trapped and stuck. And there's nothing worse than being in a trapped or stuck situation when you really, really don't want it to be that way. And every and, and your only choice almost is to be somebody's doormat. That's the only choice you have. Because some people have access to you that you wish that they didn't, but they do. And there's nothing that you can do to get out of it. There's nothing that you can do to get out of it. I know this firsthand because I'm in that kind of situation. I've been in that kind of situation for the past over a decade. And I've been in that damn situation. I'll be honest with you guys. I've been in that situation with my kid's father and his wife. It has been a frigging nightmare. This is not your typical ex in the next type situation. That has nothing to do with it. This bitch came into the picture and all of a sudden decided that she wanted to play HNIC with my kids. What am I going to do? Divorce my kids? <laughs> Say, let go of my kids? Hell nah. For the past over a decade, this woman has been hell in my life. She's gone so far and I still have the emails to prove it. As to tell me some shit like you do what I allow you to do with your kids because I'm running the show. Ain't no mama trying to hear that type of shit. My ex-husband who has a vendetta against me. Does anything and everything in his power. In his power. To make my life a living hell. These people tell lies. And the cold part is, no matter how much, and this, and I'm not talking about this one thing, two things. No, it has been years of torture with these people. And what I'm going to do as a mama, walk away from my kids? That's the connection. The connect, and the crazy part is, when I, I try to talk about it to my family, and they all look at me like, yeah, you're tripping. Like, let that shit go. So I should just give in to this woman who's trying to overpower my status as a mother? Or should I just go ahead and just fade to black because this bitch thinks she, th this bitch decided that she wants to be mother to my kids. And my kids already have a mother, which is me. So why should I just fade to black to keep the peace? That's how I've been made to feel. And no matter how much stuff these two people have done, everything that they did... Every time that they've done something, every time we've gotten into it, everybody acts like it was the first time this should happen. And of course, me, I'm going over the edge like I always do. Nobody ever says, you know, that's a whole lot for one person to go through. Maybe you should back the hell up off and, and, and check your broad and let her know that they got that they have a mama. People say that, but it just, it's just words. Matter of fact, it's more than just words because they have even, even told my ex-husband, well, you know how she is. All they've done is 
fuel their behavior. Just last year, earlier last year, and this is just the most recent, just last year, my daughter, this bitch made my daughter cry because she told her, I do more for you than your punk ass mama do as a mother, as a mother. Am I just supposed to sit back and just allow this type of shit to happen? But the cold part is, I can't touch this bitch. I can't even ap- approach her. The other, there's another, there's another, um, what do you call it, podcast I'm going to do because it's one about gods, earthly gods. This woman is an earthly god. Oh, she is a god. She is untouchable. And then, you know, I'm supposed to understand that, oh, you know, she'll get hers later on down the line. That has nothing to do with me. Everything that she's doing to me directly, and I'm supposed to sit back and wait for something to happen to her down the fucking line? Like, what what type of sense does that make? But the cold part is, though, no matter what they've done to me, when I talk about it, everybody looks at me like, here she go again with this bullshit. Here she go again. But, again, it's not happening to anybody else. It's not happening to anybody else. It's happening to me. And it has been happening to me. This this bitch is a god. The cold part, the worst part about it is, if I even talk about it, people, they, they show their frustration with me. Not with the situation. Not Nobody looks at it like, oh, well, damn, that's a lot this girl doing to her. That's messed up stuff. I know I wouldn't appreciate nobody doing that to me and my child, blah, 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 blah. Nobody ever says that. They look at me like, you still talking about these people? Like, when are you going to stop talking about these people? Maybe when they back the fuck up. But nobody recognizes that. Nobody says anything about that. I can't touch this chick. This chick is a a human god. She is untouchable. And she has leverage. Why? Because she's married to my ex-husband, who happens to be the father of my kids. So when she does what she does, what am I going to do? Tell my kids they can't go to their dad's house? They used to mentally abuse my kids. Tell them messed up shit. Don't be like your mama. Your mama ain't shit. And there was nothing I could do about it but deal with it mentally. And it took a toll on me. So, yeah, I'd be ready to just smash and go off. But any time, it doesn't even matter what this person does. There was nothing that she could do that anybody would ever look at it, look at it and be like, you know what, she out of pocket for that. I understand why you mad. It was, yeah, well, yeah, it was not, it's, it's not right what she did, but just let it go. Do you realize that when you let enough stuff go... People get comfortable. I don't know why people, and that's all I've ever been told. That's the only advice I've ever been given by my family is to just let it go. Do you realize that when people call themselves punking you or playing you or trying to get over on you, that the more calm you are about it or the more, the more laid back you are about it, the more comfortable they get? Do you think that that makes it better or worse? It makes people say, okay, I got it made now. I could really overdo your ass. And that's what this woman and my ex-husband does. I literally see her as a god. 
all the shit that she has done over the past and, uh, and over a decade is a very long time to do a lot of shit. And there was one time where she was, her and my husband, they were on a roll. They have what they call, what I call, leverage. And while they were having their fun tinkering with me, I was at war with everybody. My family, them. Because I was at war with them for being so disrespectful. Let me tell you, when I say disrespectful, even my ex-husband's family joined in on it. Because they started calling her my kid's mom. When my kids would be with their father at at the, at his family's house, and my kids were younger, and they used to ask the they used to ask his family for stuff. Oh, go ask your mom and your dad. How much more disrespectful does it fucking get? But that's the type of shit. And my and my kids would come back home like, Mama, they kept calling her my mama. I'm like, man. And all I got from my family was, they know who their mama is. No support. Whatsoever, because I know for a fact, my mama, and especially if she had the rapport with this broad, with, 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 with my dad's girlfriend that I have with this broad, war, and my and, and they started disrespecting like that, my mama would have said, man, but again, it's a disconnection of association. It's not her problem. She ain't had nobody challenging her like that. So for her, it's no big deal. It's no big fucking deal, but if you was in my shoes, I bet you it would be. But see, we're talking, you know, her kids are grown now. So that's the other caveat. That's the other caveat. It's easy to say how you would handle something when you don't actually have to prove it. Oh, my goodness. It's easy to say what you would and wouldn't trip off of, what you would and wouldn't let go of when you don't ever have to actually put your foot into that shoe. Oh, it's easy to say. I wouldn't even be worried about that. Because you don't have to worry about it. Because you don't have to worry about it. So I was, I'm at, I was, I've been at war with them. With them. With my ex-husband and his, and his, and his broad. And 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 people who, and on my side who I thought were on my side, I've been at war for with everybody. Uh, oh, and not yes, it's been on and popping between me and my family. Not because of yeah, because of how I am. I put it like that because I stand up for myself because I get mad about shit. My kids are seven, eight years old. Coming home, talk about they talk about they calling her my mama. They said, that's our mom. Ask your mom and your dad. And then when my kid, my oldest, was stood up was stood up one day and was like, that's not my mama, they chastised him. They chastised him, told him he was being disrespectful. And my family, let that shit go. Let that shit go. You know what's weird, what's funny, is that the same people who were telling me to let the shit go, you know, I didn't just get dropped off into this family now. I remember back in the day. Remember back in the day, I seen some people go off over some some. Uh, my dad, I just put it out there. My, we got a ride 
from my mama's ex-boyfriend. I mean, from my mama's one of my mom who was my mom's boyfriend at the at the time. We got a ride to my dad's house on uh, Christmas night. My daddy went the fuck off. He went off, baby. Cause we got a ride to his house from my mama's boyfriend. Could you imagine if my dad had heard that my mama's family was telling him, telling me and my brother, oh, go ask your mom and your dad, talk about my mama's boyfriend. Could you imagine if my mama's boyfriend, and my mind you, that's Christmas night, all we did was get out the car. My mama's boyfriend didn't say a damn word. He didn't even look his way. My daddy broke windows that night, threw chairs in the wall. I remember because I was there. Could you imagine just hearing that? Could you imagine if my mama's boyfriend had told my dad some shit like, you do what I allow you to do with your kids. I run this shit. I run the show. Even when it comes to your kids. Could you imagine? The type of mayhem that would have took place. My daddy would have went to jail that night. He'd probably killed that man. But again. A disconnection of association. It's real, people. It's real. So, again, my podcast is not for... My podcast is not for everybody. My podcast is mainly for people who can relate, who are in these types of situations. If you're not in this type of situation, you hear my podcast is just blah, blah, blah. It's just no big deal. You know, whatever she's talking about, that bullshit is what it usually gets referred to as. That bullshit. It's really unfortunate. You literally have to be in a situation to understand where a person is coming from. So when I hear people talk that shit about how real they keep it, and when people say shit and they they, they agree with, 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 with statements like manipulation is, you know, attacking the person who the shit happened to, and not discussing what triggered that person, and I hear people agreeing and understanding those situations, you can imagine where my mind goes. You can only imagine where my mind goes. I'm like, what? What? Oh, you re-? people understand it because the words sound good in their ear. But how many people really back it? Because when you do back it, you catch criticism. You catch heat. You catch criticism and you catch heat. <clears throat> and um, that disconnection of association, it's it's real. And that's what I just shared with you. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. My next podcast is going to be about earthly gods. Because what I call an earthly god. Is one who just doesn't have to be accountable. One who can behave the way that they want to. And get away with it all. Don't touch them. Don't say nothing to them. I know three earthly gods. Untouchable. Do not touch them. Do not say anything. They are protected. And the cold part is, I'm standing on solid ass situ- I mean, solid ass information. The crazy part is, when I say it, everybody looks at me like, "Oh, here she go with this bullshit." It's interesting what people call bullshit. It really is. It is very interesting what people classify as bullshit these days. Because a lot of times, from what I, from where I'm standing at, bullshit is nothing more than stuff that you don't have to deal with. Stuff that ain't your problem. That's all bullshit is. That's what we call bullshit. If it's not, it's not your problem. 
It's not your problem, not your issue. You don't care about it. It's bullshit. What people need to realize that what you call bullshit and what you treat and look at as bullshit, <laughs> it may be a very big deal to somebody else on the outside. So be careful how you judge. Be careful how you talk. Be careful how you treat people who are going through situations. But see, that's the thing. That disconnection of association, baby, it is very, very real. It's very real. It's very real. When it's not your problem, hell, it's easy to just look at it like, hell, yeah, whatever. <clears throat> no biggie. It's good. Quit tripping. Let it go. It's very easy to look at it like that, but you never know what it is that you're telling the person to let go of. I'll share something else with you. I know someone, and I'm not going to say who it is, but I know someone who was going through it with their, with their spouse at the time. Their daughter was really, really, really young. Really young. And this is one of, this is, this is also someone who I was, you know, would thought I could go to for support, emotional support when I'm going through the, 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 the drama with my ex and, and his, and his goddess. And trust me, she don't look, she does not look like a goddess. She looks like a goddamn whale, but she is physically a goddess. Um, but this, one of the people who I thought I could go to for support, who would understand where I'm coming from, especially when it comes to the, to the disrespect about the kid and my status and who I am, the mother, the, the mother thing, all that stuff. Somebody who I thought I could go to, who I was wrong. <laughs> um, they went through something when I guess when their them and their spouse had broken up for a little while, when they are when their daughter was really really young, and this person had heard that. Their mom had company one night, a male friend, and this male friend played a game, Monopoly or something, with their daughter. He went irate. When I say irate, I mean damn near put himself in prison. He was ready to kill this motherfucker. And I know this because I was there with him when it happened. I was one of the people who were trying to talk him down off the ledge. Because he was going to go bad. And when I say bad, I mean bad, baby. Because the dude had played Monopoly with his daughter. This is one of the same people now who... <clears throat> looked at me, look at me like I'm tripping, making a big deal off of nothing. Here I go again with that bullshit. Because I got motherfuckers calling, telling my kids, my young babies, that this woman is her mama. As if I'm dead or some crackhead or something. Oh, ask your mama and your dad. This is one of the same people. You was ready to go bad off of somebody playing a fucking game with your child. I couldn't imagine you in my shoes, but you don't have to. But you don't have to. That's the ki- that's the killer of it. You don't have to. But just think about what it looks like from where I'm standing at, though. Think about what it looks like from where I'm standing at. I'm watching all this shit. I've seen all this shit over the years. I'm watching this. Some of this shit happening, you know, more recent. And the whole time, my situation is looked at as that bullshit. 
I'm looked at as the one that's going off of the edge for nothing. I'm looked at as the one that's tripping off of bullshit. I'm looked at as the one. I'm always the one that's criticized. And the crazy part is the people that I'm criticized the most by, I know these people. I know how you get down. If you were in my shoes, I already know how it would have went down. But lucky you that you're not in my shoes. That gives you the option to say, well, I really wouldn't be chipping off of it like that. I don't know if I would be worried about it like that. That's what your mouth say. Funny how quickly people forget when it comes to being a judge. Oh, my goodness. So if you're someone out there who has to stand up for yourself a little bit more than the rest, a little bit more than people think you should have to, keep standing. Keep standing. Don't ever give up. Don't ever. I'm not saying go off about the littlest thing, but those things that you feel that you've been disrespected about, that you feel that you need to take a stand on, stand up. Stand up. You better, because I'll tell you what, ain't nobody going to stand up for you. Ain't nobody going to stand up for you. Yeah, they may criticize you. They may look at you like you tripping off of nothing. Fuck them. Seriously. Stand up. You owe it to yourself. You owe it to yourself to stand up for yourself. Because nobody, and I mean nobody, should have the freedom or the comfortability to just disrespect you or play you or hurt you. And I'm not talking about just any old, oh, they called you a name. No. Sometimes, when let's keep it real. When some people disrespect, they go all out with the disrespect. They don't just be like, oh, bitch. Oh, man, you bitch. Okay, yeah, I'm a bitch. So what? No, I'm not talking about... Some people get dirty, down, grimy with it. And they disrespect you in ways that nobody else sees or cares about but you. And if you care, then let it be known. Yeah, you might find yourself in a battle with people that you thought was on your side or people that you thought had your back like that. And you got to be careful. You got to remember... Every time when people say they got your back, you got to ask what part of your back they got. Because some people, when they say we got your back, they got the knife in your back. <laughs> some people, when they say they got your hand, got your back, they got their hand on your back, keeping themselves as far away from your ass as possible. Yeah, having your back, when people say I got your back, it don't mean exactly I got your back like you may think it is. Oh, you got to be careful about that. And sometimes there are people who are closest to you that mean that shit. You got to be careful. Just because somebody say, yeah, I got your back, it don't mean, they may say, I got your back way. Yeah, but some people may say, you know, I got your back, but they when they say they got your back, they mean I got it way back. So far back that you won't even fucking see me. But I got your back. Some people say, I got your back, and I'll be there with you. And when you turn around and look around, ain't nobody there but your ass. You got to be careful. See, we like to take words a lot. And say, oh, yeah, but this is what they mean. They say they got my back. They got my back until you need them. Sometimes the same people that say they got your back turn out to be your biggest critics. Turn out to be your biggest critics. Hey, it's just the way that it is. But it was something that I wanted to speak on. Something for people to think about. Again, this podcast show does not apply to everybody. It doesn't. Because some of y'all hear this and be like, what is she talking about? 
That's a clear indication that you obviously don't have the problem that I have, that others may have. And some of y'all may hear this and be like, damn, I thought I was the only one going through that shit. No, you're not. No, you're not. But beware of those people who don't have that problem. Because for some reason, people think if they don't have a problem, then you shouldn't either. How this, how that type of, where that type of mindset come from? Where that type of non, that ridiculous ass goddamn, you know, thought process come from? I don't know, baby. I honestly don't know. I honestly don't know. I honestly don't know where the hell it comes from. Hey, something happened, yeah, but we ain't tripping off of it. Then why the fuck are you tripping off of it? Well, because it didn't happen to you. It happened to me. Yeah, but we don't see it as no big deal, so you shouldn't either. Whew, and I trust me, I've been told that shit before, too. How disregarding can it get? And then it, it don't help that you're already mad about whatever they think you don't be, shouldn't be mad about in the first place, right? They already, this is no big deal. And I'll be like, God, you watching all this go down, and you just ain't doing nothing about it. You just sitting there watching the lynching. You just watching the lynching. Why does God sit back and watch lynchings like that? Like, seriously, why does God sit back and watch people get played like that and just not do nothing about it and don't even help? You just continue, oh, y'all could party on. And I'm supposed to believe that God is good, God is this, and God is that. I don't see God like that at all. But see, people, but you got to realize this too, just like with you in your situations, people who have a reason, who, who, who see God as good, they have a reason. They don't say that shit for nothing. They have a reason to feel that way about God. They have a reason. They have reasons. To feel the way that they feel about God. And because you don't, you must be the one that's tripping. No, you're just in with the in crowd. That's all. I mean, honestly, that's on some real shit. Everybody who praises God and worships God like that, they have a reason to. Yeah, they've been through some stuff in their life. Been through. Probably still go through lightweight. But your events shape your, 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 um, (laughs) your, um, your experience in life shapes your, your outlook with God. I know it does for me. I feel like I've been abandoned, double-crossed, stabbed in the back all by God. Because all the shit that I've been through, I'm like, bruh, how the hell can you say that? How are you going to put this on me? How do I cause a motherfucker to, to disregard me as a mother and you still say it's my, want me to believe it's my fault? Get the fuck out of here. Or I just, I'm just not taking it as, as lightly as you guys say, oh, it's no big deal. The kids know who their mother is. It's about respect. Then all of a sudden, let some people tell it, you shouldn't even want to have to worry about respect. It's okay if they don't respect you. Ooh. But again, the same people who talk this kind of shit don't have to deal with these type of problems. So hell, of course it's easy for them to expect you to do, but how do they see you as a person if they actually think that being disrespected is something that you should just continue to tolerate? All the while, some of these same people who talk that same type of stuff sit there and say, oh, but I wouldn't tolerate this and I wouldn't to-. So you do have values and you do have boundaries, but I just shouldn't. Hmm. 
You got to be careful. You got to listen closely to when people talk to you, even though they're the closest to you, even though they claim to love you the most. You got to be careful. You got to listen to what they're saying because a lot of times they'll tell you exactly how they feel about you through their actions. I didn't say through their words. I said through their actions. Something to think about, y'all. Something to think about. Again, those of you who hear this and it sounds like mumbo jumbo to you, yeah, it might be because it's not your problem. But how dare you and don't you dare go cutting people down because you don't know how it feels to be in the shoes of somebody else. Everybody said, oh, yeah, I've been disrespected before. I didn't just go off the handle. Well, maybe you have been disrespected before. But to what degree? To what level? Everybody, again, every battle ain't worth fighting. No, it's not. And it's funny how people hear what they want to hear when it comes to what you're saying. Oh, they hear what they want to hear, baby. It's sad, though. It's really sad because some people disregard a lot of people and their situations and their feelings based off of your personal situation. But your situation got nothing to do with mine. Mine has nothing to do with yours. But whoever may have the more severe one, you definitely don't have the right to down somebody else's situation. I misunderstood y'all, a.k.a. Miss Nobody. Something to think about. The next time you hear somebody talking about that situation or hurting, or you see somebody down, or angry, or mad, and you may be having a good day, oh, that's the worst, too. When you're feeling good and dandy, and here comes somebody else with their bullshit, as people like to call it, bringing you down, don't come over here being all sad. Stop and ask yourself for a second, do they have a reason? You know, stop thinking, it, it takes a lot of balls to think that some people are feeling sad, down, and, and depressed, or, or out of, you know, feeling out of it just to bring you down. That takes a lot of balls to think like that. It really does. But people actually start to take it like that. You ain't finna bring me down with all your bullshit. Seriously, bro? I didn't never say. I ain't got time. They always negative. They always. You think they like that just to irritate you? People are cold. Some of the coldest motherfuckers is Christians. And I know this for a fact, baby. <laughs> I know this for a super fact. Some of the coldest motherfuckers is Christians. The coldest in the name of Jesus. <laughs> <coughs> but, you know, hey, it is what it is, right? I mean, what the hell can you do about it? Just something to think about, people. Before you go judging the next person's situation, the story, or whatever the hell it is they, they got going on that you just don't seem to understand. Maybe it's not for you to understand. But I can guarantee you, whoever it is, they understand fully what the hell's going on. And if they don't like it, then they don't need your approval not to like it. I'm out of here, y'all.